Yeah, welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. We found our way. Did we? We're I'm, here. I'm very lost. Yeah. Now, that was only 20 minutes of intro banter, so that's better than the last time. Last time it was about 95. That's what... <laughs> 95, that's, good Lord. Yeah, that's yeah. what it will, Felt will eventually be our podcast NFTs, are yeah. the intros. No, that, it'll be it'll be called NFGs because we don't understand it. And we're old and we're trying to understand it. So yeah. it'll be like, oh, geez, you know, NFGs. Oh, but now yeah, we, we figured it's it out. Freaky time. Now it's, freak, right. now it's freaky time. Yeah, it's time to get freaky with NFTs. Yep. That's at Freaky Deaky After Dark. Yep. Oh, we, you freakers. Yeah. I don't know if that works. but Freaksters or deeksters. Freakers sounds worse. The freaksters are the ones that don't believe in this shit. The deeksters are the ones that got it on lock. You should reintroduce Sir Dustin. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the podcast, Dustin. Thanks, Scott. From Culture Jack. It's just nice to be yeah. here. Um, I, I am wrong. Well, that's par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to remix that into an entire EDM soundtrack. Yeah. Every time you say something, it's going to be followed. You'd be like, I am wrong. As long as it's not the moist song. Christian, you're holding your phone like you have something to say. A popular misconception is that Yoda is a Muppet based on the involvement of Oz. I forgot that's what we were talking about. The character's existence as a puppet, vocal vocal similarity, similarity to Oz portrayal of the Muppet Grover, and a false assumption that Jim Henson Company, or even Jim Henson himself, built the character. So you were out here spreading misinformation. Frank Oz, though. Maybe Frank. Maybe I'm still right. I don't think so. This is a this is a desperate attempt by a desperate yeah. man to prove himself. Sorry, guys. I guess part two is next week. This week we're, <laughs> we're talking about Frank Oz, <laughs> Muppets, Muppets, and Yoda. All right. This make, week make, on the Freaky Deaky, the the Fraggle Deaky, the Fraggle Deaky. Nope. Dark Crystal was Jim Henson. Beautiful. Freaky. Now that everyone, now that everyone had that itch scratched, you know, <laughs> I just want to say time travel is true because I just Googled it and I went back in time to find out the answer. I know one of the subjects Confirmed. I'm working on in the future, time slips is true because I just lost about 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I did too. And it was my own doing. I know. Again. You really unraveled that. For anyone that's wondering about this two-part series on time travel, it is a loose concept. <laughs> It is loosely structured, as you might have told, might have told your friends, <laughs> or been told by us. It's not very structured. Sorry. Anyway, welcome back to part two. Christian is still. Are you looking at Fraggle Rock shit again? Are you gonna? No, I'm like trying to find episode two. Yeah. I mean, time travel is like the way that we're talking about it is like an actual distortion of space time, where we can go back in time, we can go forward in time. Mm. But like uh, he described it on the on the first part, Christian. That is the he in which I speak. Uh, it could just be looking at your phone for an extended amount of time while your children grow older. It could be a True. psychedelic experience where you've perhaps ingested some mind-altering substance and have time-traveled, right? Have done this? It could just be simply reminiscing about a time gone by uh, with old friends. <laughs> <in> a, <laughs> with mushrooms? 
In what? Old friends with mushrooms. Is that what you're trying to say? Old friends with or without mushrooms. Yeah. Or just reminiscing on a time when you traveled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There could <laughs> all be that these as well. Are, all these are examples. This, <laughs> this is a literal podcast yeah. about literal things. Yeah. This isn't about going back and forth in time. This is about times that we've traveled. So anyway, there was a time in 20, 2016 when I was driving through Canada. I was traveling through Canada. Unfortunately, we're always time traveling because one we, second at a time. Yeah, it, we're we're always ahead of where our mind is. Yeah. I hate that concept. Very. That's, uh, that's. I think I saw that on a fortune cookie last night when we got Chinese food. So that's not your original idea, Christian. Um, no, it's it scientifically proven proven that our mind is reacting to past events because we by the time our mind processes well, yeah, the world, I guess we're you're, in, yeah, we're already you, past you got, that. Yeah, that makes sense. Science. <laughs> it's science, <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, if you remember last week, then this is par for the course. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. We should probably get into it. I think that feels yeah. that feels right. Are you serious right now, Christian? You're out. Where You're out of the podcast. <laughs> How come you never send me this? Shit? What are you talking about, man? I sent it to you like eight times. In what format? Is it in text? Speaking of time travel, this is going to be a very long I, episode. We're going to give you clues. Is it instant constipation? I have a, just a clip that I use whenever he starts to ramble on, and it's instant constipation. He said that once, and now whenever he's like, actually, what it could be, I just set that. You just put it in the time yeah. marker? Yeah. It, I, I, I clip out his 12 minutes of bullshit, and I put instant constipation, and then I and then I just answer after he's done with the story. I'm like, yeah, that's right, instant constipation. It could be that. And then it, it all seamlessly fits together. Gosh dang that. Beautifully. It takes an amount of pre-planning that I'm just not used to. Yeah. Well done. I've been doing this for a while now. <laughs> he just gets rid of 20 minutes worth of my life. Because I'm not trying to lead our listeners down like a really weird path that I don't want them to, they, they believe weird stuff already. That's why I'm trying it's, to prove a point. Now we just yeah. met this morning, but I don't believe yeah. that. I believe you are <laughs> yeah. trying to lead your listeners down a weird path. Yeah, Several well, weird it's, paths. It's technically a weird path, but it's the correct weird you're path. Just, <laughs> you're just trying to. It's the right path for them. It, right. In your opinion. I'm the cult leader. Okay. <laughs> This all is right. the digital yellow brick road that they all need to be on. I see. For that. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't already, since I probably clipped out a solid 25 minutes of this and put it at the end of the episode after the credits for people that actually like us as human beings instead of just listening about weird stuff, welcome back to the show. If you haven't already, follow us on uh, Instagram and social medias at Freaky Deaky Pod. On TikTok, it's at TFD Paranormal. Uh, nobody has followed us on Twitter since Christian made that <laughs> shout out. So, again... <laughs> If you're there, I would have thought that would have been really effective. Yeah, it was pretty heartfelt. <laughs> get on over there. If you okay, one thing I'm actually trying to get it may or may not happen by the time this comes out. A new shirt design on uh, on the merch store. So if you haven't swung by the website, check out the merch store. Do it. We got dope ass designs. But on top of that, I've I decided that we should people that place orders in the merch store, we should just start paying for extra shit. Just be like, oh, you bought this. I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna add a hoodie to your order or something. It'd be like 25, 30 bucks from us. Every once in a while, I'll just help people out. I like to do that with my business. I throw in free shit all the time to nice. people. It's just, a, it's it's fun. People like opening that stuff and being surprised. And so, uh, yeah, and I'm going to start shouting out people that have ordered. Anything you order, it uh, goes right back into the podcast. And it's fun designs. It's out there. It's outlandish, just like us. And uh, and yeah, I might start adding stuff to orders or shouting out people that, there was a lady that bought a blanket the other day. Shout out, you know who you are. We don't sell any blankets. If you bought a blanket, it's you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you figured it out. It's yep. you. I hope so, she's cozy. 
Yeah, I hope you're cozy. There's if if she's not, she will be. That's true. Oh, because it could be on the way. Yeah. I hope it doesn't take four weeks to get there. But if it does, apologies. Hit us up. We'll send you some stickers. You know, you, you could you could leave this podcast episode now. If you did buy that blanket, come back, play it in a few weeks if you haven't gotten that blanket yet. And then you could officially be like the first time traveler of the Freaky Deaky podcast. Yeah, there you go. You did. I mean, that's that's a it. Warm you time did. traveler. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to the subject of today's episode. Before we move on to <laughs> the time subject. travel. Oh shit. <laughs> we already did the before we move on to the subject shit. No, Dustin didn't say where we can find him in oh, his podcast. Oh shit! Oh, right. I got a yeah, podcast. Continue. Uh, it's Culture Jacked, and it's on you know all your podcast streamers. Yeah, and actually, uh, we are going to be on an episode of your show. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, after this one, we can. We yeah, can so that'll actually probably out. release before this one, because these are like, I don't know how many episodes you guys have. It's yeah. out there. <laughs> We're on each other's podcasts now. Yeah. Yeah, let's just go ahead and get right into this. Uh, you guys know time travel. We've mentioned it. Uh, once or twice in the 45 minutes we've been talking <laughs> that's we're part two welcome back i hope that i found a way to clip this down a little bit but if not hey enjoy the ride this first story is uh we're just gonna be talking about time travel that's it let's say we're not gonna dive too deep into anyone's beliefs just gonna touch on time travel much like we did in the last episode and that is the uh the whole baron von trump time travel bullshit you guys remember that i remember remember when that became popular i think it might have originated on facebook and someone made a video, like recorded a video, be like, guys, you got to see this shit. Yeah. But it's it's a pretty wild story. Hmm. And I'll, I'll give you kind of the, the cliff notes here. The, basically, the Baron Trump novels are two children's novels written in 1889 and 1893 by American author and lawyer Ingersoll Lockwood. Great name. Not really. Uh, for, that, for that time period, it's great. What shall we name our child? How about Ingersoll? They remained obscure until 2017. Um, when they received media attention for perceived similarities between their uh, protagonist and U.S. President Donald Trump. Now, 19th century publication and reception. This is kind of like the we're just going to go over the the rough draft of what the story is. But if you have a chance, find that video because it's longer and he goes into every single detail about this shit. And it is crazy. Yeah. It's out there kicking around on YouTube. Uh, probably. Yeah. Okay. That or Facebook. Just search okay. for Von Trump or whatever. All, all you need, it's it's on the internet, so you'll find yeah. it. Okay. Um, so Lockwood published the first novel, Travels and Adventures of Little Baron Trump and his wonderful dog, Bulger, or Bulger, Bulger, probably. That sounds very weird, very weird. <laughs> Looks like Bulger to me. Very strange flex, Little Baron Trump. It's like a, like the, the, the gangster Whitey Bulger. Yeah, sure. Just like that. <laughs> In, <laughs> In 1889 and its sequel, Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey in 1893, the novels recount the adventures of the German boy, Wilhelm Heinrich Sebastian von Trump, who goes by Baron Trump. That's a long-ass name to go by Baron. Baron's not even in that long-ass name. They're just calling me Baron. Baron is usually a title, though. Oh, so maybe he's just a fancy Trump. Yeah. Uh, as he discovers weird underground civilizations, offends the natives... Mm. Flees from no no opinion pieces, Christian. Flees from his entanglements with local women and repeats this pattern until arriving back home at Castle Trump. The novels, Is that in Florida? Yes. The novels <laughs> look it up. Uh, <laughs> Wait a second. So this this is a, a story of a child yeah. who has entanglements with local women. Mm. Like what kind of entanglements is he having? He just slips and falls. Mm. <laughs> gotcha. Well, what's up with these women? Yeah, not they, good they, people. They be he's tripping. Not good no. people. He's rich. He's a boy. He's a baron. Ladies. He's a baron. He's right. a baron. All right. That yeah. makes sense. And this is a different time. You They're, can't judge it based on the time, man. 
Okay, yeah. all right. I, you sure. didn't live as long, so yeah, he, children had to marry. He was probably actually, <laughs> had to marry quickly. Yeah, he was probably cheating on his wife at the time. If you, <laughs> <laughs> think about it so uh yeah the novels that the novels were part of a trend in u.s children's literature that responded to the demand for fantastic adventure stories triggered by lewis carroll's alice's adventures in wonderland they were however indifferently received and did not enter the canon of children's literature and 1891 reviewer wrote about one of Lockwood's novels saying, quote, the author labors through 300 pages of fantastic and grotesque narrative, now and then striking a spark of wit, but the sparks emit little light and no warmth, and one has to fumble for the story. I know what you want to say, Christian, but that's the end of that. Um, yeah, so it's really like, and if you really want to get a kick out of this, if you are unaware of the story, Google the title and see what the kid looks like. Okay, the kid looks like Baron Trump. The kid th that this book is written about looks like Baron Trump. And all the details that are in these novels, dude, uh, I can't. All right. Uh, so now we go on to the, the 2017 rediscovery. This is when it kind of rose to popularity. In July 2017, the books re were rediscovered by internet forum users and then by the media who pointed out similarities between the protagonist and U.S. President Donald Trump. Jamie Fuller wrote in Politico that Baron Trump is quote, precocious, restless, and prone to get in trouble. He often mentions his massive brain and as a personalized insult for most people he meets. What a scamp, right? <laughs> this little yeah. guy. Scamp. Fuller also <laughs> notes that Baron Trump lives in a building named after himself, Castle Trump, while the real-life Donald Trump had lived in Trump Tower for decades. Furthermore, Donald Trump's youngest son is named Baron Trump. Chris Riotta noted in Newsweek that Baron Trump's adventures begin in Russia. Riotta also mentioned another book in Lockwood's 1900, The Last, the Last President, in which New York City is riven by protests following the shocking victory of a populist candidate in the 1896 presidential election who brings on the downfall of the American Republic. Oh, heavens. Yeah. So, and that's just, that's, that's tip of the iceberg shit right there for this story. So there is... Are, are they are they claiming that Baron Trump of these books is the Baron Trump of this time or the Donald Trump of this time? Baron, I believe. Okay. Yeah. He traveled from back then after his adventures. But where it gets really weird is that Baron is a grandfather, I guess, or Trump's grand, grandfather is John G. Trump, government agent of some kind. I think kind. it's his uncle. Is it uncle? Yeah. John G. Trump? Something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. His uncle is the one that got sent to look through Nikolai Tesla's shit to see if like to pull shit for the government or something like that. And so what they, what people speculate is that this uncle either got access to a time machine or some bullshit. And just like for Trump pretty much just stole this shit out of Tesla's lab or introduced the government to it, which is why this technology is now available. Are you familiar with this story? Have you guys told this story on your podcast before? I think we've talked a little we've, bit about yeah, it. But basically it. when Nikolai Tesla, Nikola Tesla died, the government went in and took all his papers. Sure. And went through them, kept some of them, later released some of them, supposedly. He's got weird connections, but so do the Bushes. And mm -hmm. most, a lot of people, most, yeah. Most upper class families. Sure. You know, they do have, when you trace back their stuff, they're connected to some weird, weird things. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a fun story. I think it's just a coincidence. It, it it could be, but the the fact that Tesla was always looking into shit like that, like Tesla was looking into oh, a lot I was of shit. With, I mean, that might be. I was thinking Baron Trump. See, that's where the correlation should come in. Is if this shit was actually real, like if Tesla was working on these projects and it was like you know hijacked by the government when he died. The government went out and brought Baron von Trump to the future. Good. Said, hey, now you don't even have to remember your name. It's the same. There's a lot of weird stories with time travel, dude, that where, where people say they worked for the government and the government has access to time travel. So the last episode, we talked about 
like people from the future coming back to the past to tell us about predictions of the future. Mm. This is more so like from the past, these are the predictions that were made. This is the characterization of this person as cataloged and chronicled through these books, uh, which is something that like it, it feels more substantial. Yeah. Than these, than these future time travelers, the the past yeah. time travelers, and you can pull shit out of their ass and just be like, yeah, the future is yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. But if we, if we have so, and then I mean, I guess you could chalk all that up to coincidence as well, of mm-hmm. course. But it like it seems more substantial. Someone coming from the past with all of these these coincidental uh, things. They in there. could have built a mighty fine life for the Trumps if they if this was all true too. Maybe yeah. think about it, like getting that type of information. What they could change anything. How how long have the Trumps had like wealth, like generational wealth? Was it was it before the this father. time? Yeah, Donald, I think, it was, I Donald think Trump's father mainly. I mean, I don't, I think there were parts of their family that were well off before then, but not quite rich. So do the do the uh, riches of the Trump dynasty coincide with the supposed potential theft of Nikolai Tesla's innovations? It like, was does after, that it was that coincide that, far after that because <clears throat> this was like. 30s maybe was when tesla died i can't remember the exact i don't want to say it's around there so not really close together hmm. but it, also if the government like got all this information from tesla right like tesla was working with free energy tesla was working with time travel he was working on a bunch of shit that is now like kind of like heard about in the shadows of the guy go- like in the shadow government kind of area you know where right. it's like oh they're working on this they're working on that like how is it isn't it weird that they're working on all shit that Tesla was also working on when he was alive. Like, wouldn't that kind of like, if you're the guy that goes and you're, you take, and then wouldn't you tell the people be like, oh, we didn't find anything, sorry guys. And then just take that information, be like, well, I guess we're gonna run the world now, right? Everyone high five, yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, yeah, we did it. You know? Champagne. Yeah, they're not gonna be like, oh, how's that, what's that hillbilly down in, uh, you know, wherever, I'm not gonna isolate any state because then I'll get canceled, but you know. where Geometry's from. Yeah, wherever Geometry was hanging out. I know which state that is. I'm not <laughs> saying it either. Yeah. We can after all the backlash from last yeah, episode. Yeah, I don't yeah. know where it is, though, so you guys have to tell me after the episode. Yeah, we'll whisper it. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> Hush tones. Yeah. Nikola Tesla died January 7th, 1943. Does it ever get, like, tiring for you to be wrong all the time? I was pretty close. I said, like, the 30s. I took a guess. There was a three in 1943. That's about as, as close as you got. Christian. I have to applaud you because I wasn't even courageous enough to take a guess. Yeah. And so that is <laughs> yeah. admirable in its own right. I probably nice work. Like 1750 sometime. <laughs> that's why I wanted. I don't know. Is it like here. 2003? Maybe <laughs> yeah. perhaps. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's that's one of them. like. And again, if you, if you're not familiar with this story, go check it out because it is a crazy. You could probably find a TikTok that like breaks it down in like a minute and a half. There's probably a bunch of them, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, they probably all just, you know, copied each other and was like, oh, we're going to do this now. We're and they use this. that creepy, spooky music that the, yeah. all the creepy, spooky TikToks use. Yeah, yeah. classic. Yeah. Ourselves included. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I were as popular, but uh, what are the kids jiving to these days? Whenever I find shit on TikTok that is like in your guys' wheelhouse, I send it to you automatically. Oh, I, like, <laughs> you I told Christian, I'm like, it takes me about a minute to be like, oh, this was fake. <laughs> oh this is bullshit i just think they're uh, they're like the entertaining the creepy sure. stairways and you know a lot of the cg animated stuff i don't know i sent one to christian that like really rocked my world and like within two seconds he was like i don't think that's okay. <laughs> like it was the guy with the water that like he recorded uh, his tap running or something like that and then he found it like when he plays it back Oh, what he's saying guy. is that like the water records your conversations like something in the way that water runs it acts as like a conduit i've seen that and so when I heard that, I'm like, and then he played back the water running. And I was like, he was like, that was a conversation I had with my daughter two days ago. And I was like, 
<laughs> I was like, wait, what? Oh, I thought you were talking about, I thought, I was like, I, I sent that to him, but I, I sent the one where the guy could hear spirits through the water. Yeah. Yours is a lot weirder than mine. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. Water does have memory though, doesn't it? That's what, that's where I got that from. That's why, that's why I think it's bullshit. Cause I sent it to you and right off the bat, you were like, that's not real. <laughs> you just mm. had like confidence you had like some noah's art confidence in that too you're like it's not real i think i saw a buzzfeed article that was like if you tell water it's pretty it'll make nice icicles for you that's plants shit like you that. can you can no, talk no, to no. plants there's a there's a, a uh i think a, oh shit you're right there's a water yeah, thing i've seen that yeah it mm. makes like prettier snowflakes or something yeah some shit like that. but yeah. you can do that to plants too they make prettier snowflakes yeah. no they, they just get snowflakes. happier if you say nice things and they grow them. riper tomatoes for you theoretically mm. yeah uh, that's not even time travel related. The world is weird, though, right? Yeah. Can we admit to that? Yeah. It's amen. Nuts. Yep. <laughs> you anyway. got it, brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone out there, can I get a hell yeah? No. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, Scott. It's weird. Okay. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's get on to this John Teeter shit. Everybody's favorite. Have you heard of John Teeter? I, I have not. Oh, Wait, wow. you see the guy that wrote that book, Mars, Men Are From Mars? <laughs> yeah, that's from the Venus? one. No, that's, no? Yeah. no, that's somebody else. Okay. That's the Dalai Lama. That's John G. Teeter, Treaters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just got canceled in China because I just said. No, Dalai we got Lama. canceled worldwide, man. Worldwide. Look, I'm I'm unsubscribing right as we speak. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, where I'm done with this. Yeah, shit. Just, I, I, I subscribed a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> Don't worry. None of my friends listen to this podcast. <laughs> my wife, I think, stopped listening after episode five. Probably. I know that hurt. Right around there. I know, I know because when right I when when I talk shit, <laughs> she never she never slaps me upside the head. <laughs> that's that's how I know if she listens. Is I'll be like, yeah, trying to do this thing the other day. You had to get the first few episodes out of the way when she was like listening and it was new, and then she stopped <laughs> listening. And you're like, all right, now I'm free. Yeah. Now I can broadcast. No, she probably listens. She just doesn't bring it up, so she has the upper hand. She's oh, that's oh, she's it's very, coming. She's very smart yeah. about that. She'll, she'll when, find a way. When you're all sleep deprived and shit <laughs> yeah. from your baby, it's, that's when the like, fight's I'm gonna tired. happen. Like, no, <laughs> do you do you believe this? He never. He's too afraid to talk. To I really am. Podcast, she, so she never says that stuff. Yeah, she's pretty scary. That's why she doesn't <laughs> listen. She's like, I don't have nothing to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I don't got to worry about that bitch. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. She's I'm already sorry. peed on all your things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what that smell. I <laughs> smelled the curtain. I was like, why does it smell like dog piss, man? She's like, because I own you. <laughs> I got studio shit without me. <laughs> okay. Okay. So anyway, now we know I'm a. <laughs> Is that a term? <laughs> Is that the hip term? I think that's what the youth say. Yeah, let me know what I am in the Maybe. comments. God, you bitch. No. Okay, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> sorry, mom, if you're listening, you don't need to repeat these words. <laughs> it's a nice stitch you made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we like the needle point. Yep. All right, uh, John Teeter, anyway. This is probably the only set of episodes that have banter that has absolutely nothing to do with the episode, and then we just dive back into the episode like <laughs> nothing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nothing went off topic at all. It's like, okay, now we're going to talk about goats. Anyone, um... Yeah, did they time travel? No, but I heard this one thing <laughs> about goats. Three hours later, no. Go rock. <laughs> yeah, classic. Okay, Can you sing the song. I could. John Teeter. Let's talk about my boy John. Uh, John Teeter is a pseudonym used on several bulletin boards during 2000 and 2001 by a poster claiming to be an American military time traveler from 2036. Teeter made numerous vague and specific predictions regarding calamitous events in 2004 and beyond including a nuclear war inconsistencies in his explosions or <laughs> these are very inconsistent explosions john tighten it up it's funny that he 
was the one that made the predictions and then also the explosion. So it's yeah. like very self-fulfilling prophecy for that. Guy. He's like, there's going to be a war. <laughs> Push the button, red button down. Let's sit back. Yeah. You should hold off on the story. I got to pee. Oh my God. Didn't you just do that? Like, Yeah. It's almost time to pee. I am wrong. It's almost time to pee. I am wrong. I am wrong. I am wrong. I am wrong. Anyway, I guess we should get back to John John Teeter. Oh, you guys did waited for me? We did. You guys because uh, so we were thinking of ways to fuck with you and then I started talking about <laughs> Patreon. Then you came back. Oh, we never finished our plan. Yeah. Yeah. So gotcha. Yeah. Consider yourself pranked. Yeah. You you you, you just got deked. Catfish. Got him. Yep, got him. Do you guys hear that? That's my stomach. Did that pick up on the audience? I thought that was my stomach. It was like, it sounded like the fucking Death Star powering down. Shit was. You should have heard me in the hallway. Wild. <laughs> yeah, it's echoey in there too. It's so frozen like, now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to make out of that. <laughs> Were you like crop dusting the hallway, or was your was your, was your stomach? I don't know. I don't know it's what get back to so John cold Teeter. out there. Methane freezes. Yeah. So anyway, John Teeter, welcome back to the program. I'm just going to start from the beginning because that seems like a great place to start. John Teeter is a pseudonym used on several bulletin boards during 2000 and 2001 by a poster claiming to be an American military time traveler from 2036. Teeter made numerous vague and specific predictions regarding calamitous events in 2004 and beyond, including a nuclear war. Inconsistencies in his explanations, the uniform in inaccuracy of his predictions, and a private investigator's findings all led to the general impression that the entire episode was an elaborate hoax. A 2009 investigation concluded that Teeter was likely the creation of Larry Haber, a Florida entertainment lawyer, along with his brother Maury, a computer scientist. What a weird thing to do if you're like a, a lawyer and you're like, oh, I got an idea. Let's say I'm from the future. <laughs> his brother's like, yo, what? <laughs> it makes a little bit more sense that he's an entertainment lawyer, though. Well, sure. if you're a lawyer, then you can be like, hey, you're really going to need my services because yeah. you're going to have some some serious lawyer needing services. So when when you said he has a lawyer, you meant it was him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first post using John Teeter's military symbol appeared on the Time Travel Institute forums on November 2nd, 2000 under the name time travel underscore zero. At that time, the name John Teeter was not being used. The post discussed time travel in general. The first one being the quote, six parts description of what a time machine would need to have to work see below <laughs> listeners look down look at your notes and responses to questions about how such a machine would work early messages tended to be short a second thread was made due to shortcomings in the forum software at the time the name john teeter was not introduced until january 2001 when time travel underscore zero began posting at the art bell bbs forums which required a name or pseudonym for every account the teeter post ended in late march 2001 you know who art bell is art bell I, it, it sounds familiar, but I don't. Coast to coast. Oh, okay. Yeah. I listened to that when I used to work. Nice. I mean, I still work, but I used to, <laughs> when I used to I work listen at to another yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I listen to other things. <laughs> Was that like, were you like, were you supposed to be working and you were just sitting around there no, listening it, to podcasts it was or watching Netflix? Classic. It was one of the few things that uh, played in the truck when I went from facility to facility. 
okay. on the radio. Okay. Dustin, for everybody's information, worked. We met up in the same working place. <laughs> you trying to dox me right now? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, everyone was wondering. They were just. They were. Just, they were just sick. That's why they clicked on the episode. They were like, yeah. "I wonder where Dustin works." Yeah. Yeah. They were just sick with curiosity. They're like, "Where does he get? Where do we find this man? <laughs> Tell us now." Uh, okay. Around 2003, various websites reproduced Teeter's posts, rearranging them into narratives. Not all referred to the original dates posted. In his online postings, Teeter claimed to be an American soldier from 2036, based in Tampa, Florida. He was assigned to a governmental time travel project and sent back to 1975 to retrieve an IBM 5100 computer, which he said was needed to debug various legacy computer programs in 2036. He a possible reference in the Unix year 2038 problem. The IBM 5100 runs with the APL and basic programming languages. Which makes sense, right? We all understand those languages. No, but I bet his brother does. Okay. Um, <laughs> Teeter said. <laughs> Teeter said he had. My dad actually probably would. He was. A, yeah. He was a software engineer. Uh, Teeter said he had been selected for this mission specifically, given that his paternal grandfather was directly involved with the assembly and programming of the 5100. In support of this, he described unpublicized features of the 5100, leading to assumptions that a computer scientist was behind the postings. Hmm. Teeter claimed to be on a stopover in the year 2000 for quote personal reasons to collect pictures lost in the future Civil War and to visit his family, of whom he spoke often. Teeter also said he had been, for a few months, trying to alert anyone that would listen about the threat of... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Kreutzfeld. Yes. Nice. Kreutzfeld Jacob. You guys know the one. The threat of Kreutzfeld Jacob disease spread through beef products and about the possibility of civil war within the United States. Well, he wasn't far off. When questioned about them by an online subscriber, Teeter also expressed an interest in mysteries such as UFOs, which he claimed remained unexplained in this time. That also checks out. Uh, Teeter suggested that UFOs and extraterrestrials might be travelers from much further in the future than his own time with superior time machines. So, yeah, that checks out. The government never told us. It's been the old lady from Titanic now. It's been... 150 years it's 80 something years not with the government it's not it's forever so that's a yeah bureaucracy. it's been forever years yeah it's like being at the dmv classic stuff now the uh the the time machine itself teeter described his time machine on several occasions in an early post he described it as a quote stationary mass temporal displacement unit powered by two top spin dual positive singularities uh too common everyone knows that it's like what my washing machine runs on classic yep producing a, quote, standard offset tippler sinusoid. So he's got something wrong with his nose. A robot <laughs> noise or something. Uh, noise. Robot nose or something from the sounds of it. Well, that's so you can still smell when you get to the new time. Mm, classic stuff, yeah. yeah. The earliest post was more explicit, saying, fuck the, <laughs> fuck the police. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, teeter, settle down. No. It was more explicit, saying it contained the following. Two magnetic housing units for the dual micro-singularities, an electron injection manifold to alter mass and gravity of the micro-singularities, a cooling and x-ray venting system, gravity sensors or a variable gravity lock, four main cesium clocks, and three main computer units. Yeah, you left out the two turtle doves and the uh, Partridge and a pear tree, but yeah. I it, just, I don't understand the gravity sensors. Sense the, the gravity. Or the, the variable gravity lock sounds redundant. Oh yeah, does it sound like yeah. it's, yeah. No, that, no, that's not a redundancy at all. Yeah. Because you want the gravity lock to ensure that 
wherever you're at, you can maintain a sense of gravity. And then if you want to check on it, that's what the sensor's for. But then why would you need the cooling and x-ray venting system? The cooling and x-ray venting system? I honestly don't know why you'd need the x-ray system. All the time machines that I've ever built or worked on never had x-ray. Yeah, you'd need it for the same reason. You need two magnetic housing units for the dual micro singularities. <laughs> God, this is like you, you this know is what? elementary stuff. Well, I feel like dude. we've talked Have about this Have you even been before. on Google about this yet? <laughs> yeah. God, it all makes perfect sense. <sighs> <laughs> It's like talking to a wall, Christian, do you not? So anyway, according to the post, the device was installed in the in the rear of a 1966 Chevrolet con Corvette convertible. As you do. Yeah. The post right. <laughs> later mentioned a 1987 truck with four-wheel drive because you got to upgrade at some point. Driving on that beater convertible for too long. You know what? What the, the new thing is, they now call it a cyber truck. Okay. It's a time travel machine mm. and it's self-driving. Wow. You can break the windows Renewable. pretty easy too. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. That's the only bad thing. Yep. And it when looks like something Daft Punk would drive around in. So yeah, there's, it really there's does. That, yeah. Yep. There's, I mean, you get, you put Daft Punk on the SoundCloud in the, in the, in the Tesla truck. Uh, what are they, like experimental rappers? You're going to put them on SoundCloud? Yeah. You can, uh. it'll just be, uh, <laughs> that's where I host my they, shit. <laughs> they, they, they drop their mixtape, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I feel attacked. <laughs> I just found my SoundCloud from like the year 2016. So <laughs> so it was a stroll down memory lane for me. I meant to say Spotify. Classic. SoundCloud actually works. I think Tony uh, from the Confessionals uses that for member episodes. Uh, so he puts those locked up on SoundCloud. You have a password and stuff. So it's actually smart for getting around the whole Patreon system. Damn, you got me saying it. Patreon system. It's a callback to last episode. You guys remember the one. All right. Some of Teeter's predictions. Although invoking the many worlds interpretation why can't i say worlds today invoking the many worlds interpretation of quantum mechanics whereby events from his timeline and christian pay attention events from his timeline may differ from our own <laughs> teeter also expressed assurance that the differences were minimal as such his descriptions have been interpreted as predictions and compared with historical events since 2001 the most immediate of teeter's predictions were of an upcoming civil war in the united states having to do with quote order and rights wow Owen Wilson enters the chat. <laughs> <laughs> he described it as beginning in 2005, the civil unrest surrounding the presidential election of that year, the civil conflict that he ca characterized as quote, having a Waco type event every month that steadily gets worse would be quote, pretty much of, at everyone's doorstep and erupt by 2008. As a, as a result of the war, the United States would split into five regions based on various factors and different military or differing military objectives. The Civil War, according to Teeter, would end in 2015 with a brief but intense World War III. Now, how do you feel about that World War III? Well, it was intense, but it was brief. <laughs> it so. didn't take too long. Yeah. Now, one nuke, and <laughs> I guess it's over. That was pretty intense, though, right, everyone? Later on, they took the same prediction and made the Mockingbird series mm. and a couple others that were similar. And I had another one in there, too, but I can't remember what it was. Nice. But yeah. But they split it into what was it, twelve regions instead of five? Oh, sure. in the Hunger Games, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was trying to figure out what the title. I'm like, what was that called? What was that called? Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, me too. It was like I was stuff. like, fuck. What is that? I mean, for a loop, I was like, the Mockingbird. Yeah. That sounds very familiar, <laughs> yeah. but classic, classic Christian confusing people. That's Battle Royale was better. <laughs> same thing, right? Yeah, same thing, but with like, it was far more graphic and murdery than hunger games which stuff. was very murdery in its own right but yeah true that 
Teeter refers to the exchange as an as ende. <laughs> that feels like with stuff that's in the media. It's a little lately, aggressive, I'm, Teeter. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, that's ende. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, pal. Can't say that these days. Washington, D.C. and Jacksonville, Florida are specifically mentioned as being hit. After the year, one of those makes sense. Actually, you know, both make sense. After the war, Omaha, Nebraska would be the news, the new U.S. capital. Teeter was vague as, as to the exact motivations and causes for World War III. At one point, he characterized the hostilities as being led by, quote, border clashes and overpopulation. He also pointed to the contemporary conflict between Arabs and Israel as not a cause, but rather a milestone that precedes a hypothetical World War III. Teeter claimed that as a 13-year-old in 2011, he joined the Fighting Diamondbacks uh, rookie baseball team out of... Yeah, <laughs> yeah single A. Yeah. <laughs> he joined the Fighting Diamondbacks, a shotgun infantry unit in Florida for at least four years. In other posts, he described himself as hiding from the war. Diamondbacks aren't in Florida, are they? Can you I, find those snakes in Florida? I guess so. Warm enough. Yeah. I just always hear about I mean, them in like Arizona, it's California. basically just a rattlesnake. I know they have rattlesnakes in Florida. That's why I live in Alaska, man. Yeah. That's one of the nice things about moving to Alaska from California. No snakes, not as many spiders. Uh, speak for yourself, man. I find a new spider in here every day. Not, not, but not the scary <laughs> spiders. Not we like talk, the, the black, spider, spider's a spider. Black Widow. They're all scary when they're hanging two inches from your face, man. I, I'm well, seeing it. I'm seeing a trend with you, Scott. Not a spider guy. I know, I, but like... Lizard people's a li lizard people. They're not different classes and 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 genuses yeah. and whatnot. And the spiders are spiders are spiders. It's yeah. very general. Very, I'm very, yeah. I'm very blunt. Yeah, <laughs> with my belief system. Fear like, is fear. That's right. That is right. And that's a call forward to every other day of my life. Yeah, I find um, shotgun <laughs> infantry a weird, very unit. specific. Yeah, I feel like that's a, a group that's probably going to accidentally kill themselves out pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, if they're moving together in a unit and only carrying <laughs> shotgun, yeah. shotgun, I got them. Yeah, well, shotgun shit. infantry, dangerous within ten feet. It's for close quarter urban combat. Yeah, exclusively, where the spread exclusively kills your entire team accidentally. Yeah, yeah. which then... you know would show that if a guy is making up this story in two thousand, the year two thousand, he's pretty smart because that's all the next mm. bit of war was going to be. Yeah, he was playing Battlefield nineteen forty two, and he was like, "Oh, this will get him." Yeah. This is the one. Yeah. That was actually, that's way too early for that. 2000, man. Yeah. What a it's, whirlwind. It's the home intruder war. So self-defense, self home defense. Yeah. Especially in Florida. Yeah. True. True, 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 true. Okay. Yeah. So uh, for at least four years in other posts, he described himself as hiding from the war. Oh, one of them. No, he's one of those guys. Yeah. The fighting diamondbacks. You give him a bad name, <laughs> yeah. sir. Until the fighting starts. Yeah. You and just they slithered, slithered away. away. God <laughs> damn it. You, two seconds, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Some good stuff. Good stuff. I hope you're all taking notes out there. Uh, Teeter claimed that the, quote, Everett Wheeler model of quantum physics, better known as the many worlds interpretation, was correct. According to Teeter, this caused a new time stream to form because of his time travel. This makes his predictions non-falsifiable, since believers can say that the events were averted by Teeter's postings. Yep, that's the way to do it, Teeter. Teeter uh, was reading Marvel before the rest of us. I was refuting point by point by point, and then we got to that last line, and he's like, God, you son of a bitch. Hey, no take backsies, because it's in another universe. It's already yeah. done. Multiverse. Got me. You're welcome. You son of a bitch. Multi yeah, multiverse makes everything explainable. 
Yeah, to an extent. It doesn't make anything understandable, but explainable. <laughs> right. Everyone's Just, like, yeah, sure. Okay. It's it's also the matrix. We yeah. live in a simulation. We've, we've discussed this before. Nothing is real. That would be so great if that was the end of the podcast. You said nothing is real. And then it's just, <laughs> there was just dead silence after that. People are like, <laughs> wait, wait a second. Something is real, right, guys? No. Scott clipped that. Nothing yeah. is real. So oh, you, find out next week. You, you put that as the end of the podcast. And then you publish this podcast as your very last podcast. You leave it up for four or five <laughs> hours, maybe. Then you delete this podcast, every other podcast, every trace of yourselves on social media. You've just cre created a contingent <laughs> yeah. of right. dozens of people, hundreds of people that <laughs> yeah. have listened to the episode, but then the episode no longer exists. True. And that what you do is once you get rid of it, then like we start six a new months show. later, you start a new one like the beginning. Yeah. And people be like, what the? We started an entirely new show, different concept. That's our crypto show. <laughs> And people are like, you guys sound a lot like the guys that are talking about ghosts. <laughs> we're like, no, what? No, 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 no. A week Nothing. ago, we're like, let me tell you about NFTs. And just Bitcoin and NFTs. So I don't know. Ex expensive JPEGs. <laughs> we don't JPEGs. believe in aliens. Yeah, give me those expensive JPEGs. You get the fuck out. It's an expensive right? hobby for a yeah. for a prank like that. I know that would be one hell of a prank. And we pulled it off, guys. We, it off. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> don't have to worry about the show anymore. That's over. Yeah. Do yourself a favor if you're listening. Check check your uh, podcast. You'll see that we aren't there anymore. As soon as this ends. <laughs> no, they're like listening to this. They're like, uh, listen to it right now. <laughs> but we're not there anymore, are we? Yeah, you get to hear it once. We've been in your head the whole time. <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and share it. Use the little little three three dots or yeah. arrow and <laughs> and try and send a link to somebody. Just they'll just get yeah, Rick rolled by Rick it. Astley. That's yeah. all it'll be. And we're never gonna give him up. Yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. How could you? Classic stuff. Um there was, I was watching Osmosis Jones last night, uh, a, a classic movie from the 90s or early 2000s, whenever it was. It was 2001, actually. Um, everything happened in 2001. Everything happened in 2001 uh, to include Osmosis Jones and William Shatner, which we talked about Christian being William Shatner on the, classic. the previous part of this this series. Preach. The... <laughs> <laughs> I had to look it up. I had to look up to see if that mayor was indeed William Shatner, and he was. But I also found out that the the main antagonist of the show was Anthrax, and the band. No, no, no. The he's a red haired uh, supervillain that fought Chris Rock in Osmosis Jones. Oh, I was thinking the powdery substance you'd find in envelopes at a certain period in two thousands. So anyway, yeah. So that movie came out in August of two thousand one. And then September 11th. And Anthrax. Listen, right I just, I just want to, I want to contribute to the Freaky mm. Deaky and give you guys another conspiracy out there that maybe those. Osmosis Jones and the media entertainment uh, industry has something to do with uh, any of that. But would you say that Osmosis Jones is about a virus? I would say. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. oh, careful. Oh, whoa, whoa. Slippery slope. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Please don't make this into a real theory on the internet. It's, I'm it's not, I, I've, I've given it to you. And, and I think anyone that's going to make a theory uh, probably listens to this show. So, so we have at least eight people that we got to track down. Christian. <laughs> uh, no, we have more than eight. When you guys are out there, we love you. You're real. <laughs> you might not be real to my friends when I talk about the show, but you're real to me. You're, you're more real than this podcast is. That's right. And, and, it, and it's over again. No, it's <laughs> study, study osmosis, osmosis Jones, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. You'll so. get us. You'll understand. Kid Rock Just was in that too. Oh. So, so you know it's no, quality content. <laughs> we take that back. It's too late. Not that there's anything wrong with Kid Rock, but he's like the uh, Nickelback of that kind of music. Yeah. Dustin um, loves Nickelback. Oh, do you love you Nickelback? Hurt, you hurt my soul. No, I don't. Okay, good. I was about to be like, we're deleting both these episodes. <laughs> you never exist. You're deleting but... both these episodes and Dustin himself. Yeah. Dustin does abuse coworkers. He's so. our new NFT. You want to you hear a story about Dustin at work? I'm sure our listeners are fascinated by that. Yeah. <laughs> One time I'm sitting there talking to my boss. Dustin walks into the office, full on slaps me in front of my boss. That's just good stuff. And then apologized. Listen. I was as shocked as you were. I don't know what came over me, but it happened. And then I had to remember that I was not a terrible person and try and make it up to you all these years later, but you still bring it up. It's fine. But now I'm we're on a podcast together. This, that's actually the whole reason we had you on. We got to clear this beef, guys. It's time. Our <laughs> listeners it agree. It's a full on slap. You should yeah. have had a curtain between us this whole time. You'd be like, Dustin, I actually have you here for a reason. Christian, come on out. Christian, come on out. <laughs> yeah. The crowd goes. <gasps> But, yeah. yeah it's good stuff i'm sorry about that yeah, my i'm job. still sorry about that i lost three teeth you fucking did not <laughs> i needed <laughs> stitches on the inside of my my you did not I bled for a week i was i was scared i just ended my life you were a stronger man than i so i had post-concussion was... syndrome yeah. maybe like you lying yeah. about the the fraggle rock toyota pipeline yeah. that was not a lie that was way to fuck that one up <laughs> that was in a many world scenario different as oh, john, john teeter now yeah, john teeter was of, always fun going back to john teeter i bring, used to bring listen, it home yeah i used to listen to the stories about him on coast to coast and they were entertaining and and be, at the end of it you believe john Te that there was a john teeter well you still do right now it's just not true how do you believe it if it's not true there was a john teeter and somebody according head. to you i believe a lot of stuff that's not true so this should be you know just a walk in the park whether you're a, a time traveler or you're just a fortune teller or futurist or whatever you are making predictions, like it was funny in that in that thing you read that he was making predictions, but he didn't want to be too specific. But then at the same time, he was also very specific. And so yeah. by speaking very generally, it's the best way to be a, a fortune teller, a predictor of the future. True. Some people would say that's what all fortune tellers are. Some people would. Would you consider people like uh that claim to have these wild visions of the future would you consider them to be time travelers in a sense or would you just say that like like like, oh, like nostradamus see. or something sure, like that sure, sure. is he a quote time traveler because he's claiming things that are supposed to happen or is he just someone that had a weird dream and he's like whoa guys i think sit he'd down be for this closer one. to like a time seer like a, a chrono visor kind of mm -hmm. guy well with nostradamus he did basically sit in a room with a candle in a bowl of water and he would see his visions in the water and then he would write oh. them in this weird strange sanskrit no <laughs> it was you know quatrains but mm. they were made up of different languages so nobody yeah. could really interpret it and people that don't believe in his predictions say that he's commenting on current times his current times about political stuff and the royalty that yeah he would be put death to death for but if you look at like the world is cyclical, right? These patterns. So his current times would be our current times now, just with different clothing. In this case, he would be existing at the same moment we're existing. 
Oh yeah, because time being a flat circle, right? Oh, I was wondering if you're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if you're gonna introduce that back into the show. Yeah, our, that's a topic our listeners are uh, very aware of at this you're point. Freaks, yeah, you freaks. You know what? Yeah. You just gotta watch the first season of True Detective to understand that why that is such a cool saying. Matthew I'll, McConaughey plays that role perfect. I like to say that circle is a flat time. Yeah. But that's backwards. I no, believe that no, more. That's not. like what that x-ray thing we were I talking mean, it's, about it's earlier. It's backwards, but it's time travel. So then, boom, check and mate, sir. Yeah. Let's try that on for size, yeah. Christian. <laughs> size doesn't fit. Just like all those crazy conspiracies from you guys. Whatever. Now that Dustin believes in time travel, he's not going to be taken seriously anymore. You do know that you're going to have to come completely over to this kind of stuff because... You know, it's it's like if, if you were a college professor, you can't all of a sudden believe in alien abductions. So what? They all get killed. What yeah. in what way do you rationalize me being any kinds of uh, academic at all? Like I'm just a dumb guy. Interesting That's twist. What they all say. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of a prerequisite for the show, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> and just bring Gabriel. dumb and guys Gabriel. on. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta really make sure people are dumb before we bring them on. Shout out to all our guests. <laughs> That's it. Everyone that's been on. Sorry, yeah. all of my friends yeah. who I care about. Yeah, we'd like to thank Dub. Dustin yeah. for being our last guest. Yeah. Voluntarily guest. Yeah. Now, the Sorry, only other guests we're going to get are your kids yeah. and any animals. But they'll bring clicks and views. Well, I yeah. mean, you might get some of the people back if you've only had dumb, dumb folks on like myself. Because, you, you know, they're not that smart. Got to call their <laughs> They'll just be like, all right, we'll come back. Uh, have you seen Bigfoot? Have I seen Bigfoot? No. Do I know of his work? Yes. The lady at the Starbucks didn't. She wanted to call him Foot Big. <laughs> I said, yeah, you get the idea. Yeah. She knows it circles a flat time. The first one understood who Bigfoot was. I was just watching a show last night on Netflix where they were talking about Littlefoot mm. being a baby. The dinosaur? No. It was... Land Before Time. Mm. What, what is that? Terrifying uh, movie. So sad. Yeah. All 12 of them. There were no sleep no, sacks. I don't talk about the other 11. <laughs> They're not canon. Land no. Before. Land Before Time was the original Fast and the Furious. Shit, but, you're right. God damn yeah, it. It's the better one. I'm now. stealing well, that for a podcast yeah. episode. Thank you very Fast much, sir. Fast and the Furious, man. That's some Yoink. Yeah. What was the show? Oh, that MASH show on Netflix that was really- MASH. MASH. Something like- Oh, yeah, yeah. Midnight, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. It's a yeah, great show. Me. I just started it. It's a great show. Oh, it's got some twists and turns. See, you're going to be on like a same bumpy ride as you'll be with Yellow Jackets. I enjoy that stuff, though. Mm. It's not comedy. <laughs> this is where we break to Christian that he's on a comedy podcast. <laughs> I am pretty funny, though. You okay. are. This is where we break to Christian that he is not the funny part of the comedy Oh, podcast. he's the straight man. He's yeah. the... Yeah, he's yeah. the one that gets roasted. I gotta, I gotta make yeah. the funny around you. If you have to say you're funny, you're not really funny. I'm throwing clay, and I'm forming the comedy around you. Yeah. I use that, that quote in many ways, but it's from Game of Thrones, mm. which probably neither one of you have watched. Don't not... To completion. You're saying that originated from Game of Thrones? There, there's a line that he uses about kings. If you have mm. to say you're a king, you're no true king. Mm. That's what every single person has ever said in the world about other things. Yeah, this Tywin yeah. Lannister, of course he would steal shit other would. people. Yeah. He shows up right there, right when the, the battle's won so he can side with the winners. He's pissed off he at Disney right now. Tywin? Yeah. Well, no. Oh, never mind. I thought you said <laughs> Tyrion. Oh, no. Yeah. But he, Tyrion is a Lannister. Correct. You know, almost as much about Game of Thrones as you do sports. Mm. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> you got me. Shots fired. Yeah, so that, we, we mentioned time travel a couple times, right, guys? I've never heard of this time travel thing. 
I don't, I don't, I'm not sure, but if you're not sure, like go back to the beginning of the episode, hit play and then check our work. Time travel. I might just, I listed the, uh, Mandela effects that we did as a TFD unscripted. Okay. So I might do the same with these. (laughs) These have like really intricate, very wordy scripts. I'm just like unscripted. There we go. And it's out. Just so people know, this is not our professional look because we actually don't have one. This is unfortunately our true selves, <laughs> and this is when we get. We're doing the real in and we are. I think I think people enjoyed it. I feel like yeah. I feel like you listening to this right now. You're like I feel like I got a glimpse into the people that I listen to. I'm still kind of convinced in John Teeter, Teeter though, except oh. for the Civil War stuff. But but that's dude, that's on the brink right now. I think we're in the middle of it. It's just different than it's it. just tame. It's online. We're in the bear market of of civil <laughs> love. And that's all. That is a way to de- describe civil unrest. And when we love each other again, we'll be back in the bull. Yeah, bull market. We go. We go from there. Yep. It's all up. Much love. Yeah. Science again. Okay. Anyone? Anyone got thoughts? Time travel? No. No. That's fine. Anyone have final words for time travel? Um, what has been your favorite part of this experience, Dustin? Uh, seeing how weird this this happens how weird it comes off for us yeah this has been the greatest part because like i said this is my favorite part of the episodes yeah uh and i don't know a lot so i'm like i know christian quizzed me a couple of times but i'm glad it wasn't more like i (laughs) i really could be have a bad look right now but i came out pretty unscathed so thanks for that we that's how we start you we'll be back yeah (laughs) the the first uh, one's free yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) yeah you seem to know the lingo I guess they've had that same kind of term in Alaska all these years, too. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Good answer. I know Heather wanted to be on when you were on because you're both from Cooper Landing. <laughs> Close. <laughs> I'm oh. from Anchor Point, Homer area. Oh, I said Cooper Landing. Why did I say Cooper Landing? Because you're like know. blind to Heather. That's why she doesn't want to come back on the show. Yeah, that's true. Everyone cancel Christian. Did you, <laughs> did you meet? I'm unsubscribing now yeah. from yeah. Christian, just <laughs> from his part of the show. Have you ever lived there? Cooper Landing? No. Wow. Did you visit me when I was there? I have driven through Cooper Landing several times. I have, uh, this is maybe going to piss the people off in Cooper Landing if they're listening to this podcast. Well, Heather, don't. Yes. Yeah, he- Heather, listen. tune out. Well, no, actually, I don't think Heather listens anymore. She's so busy. She'll catch up at some yeah. point. She, Heather, if you were responsible for the We Drive 35, Stay Alive 35 signs in Cooper Landing. There are these very condescending signs in Cooper Landing. Like there are speed limit signs already, Mm -hmm. but they did like these little A-frame pop-up signs that were like, hey, watch out. And then they like decorated trees with, you know, we drive 40, 35 through Cooper Landing. So they don't even drive like fast. They just, they, are they they that laid back? If I drive 35 miles an hour, I get very angry. That's the, I mean, that's the speed limit down there, but... They already had speed limit signs and then they painted the road. Like it was a, like, I got a real sense of condescension from Cooper Landing just They're driving like, Normal people place. don't understand speed limits. <laughs> so like, I, listen, dumb, dumb. I bet you they this didn't even mean it go. that way, but that's no, exactly I'm sure how they, it. I'm sure they don't. They were probably just concerned about their kids or whatnot, but. I mean, I guess, whatever. Like, <laughs> I, from then on, I just think Cooper Landing as a place is an asshole. Like, wow. maybe not the people, but that place. Heather was so excited. She was like, oh, he'd probably, we'd probably get along because I'm no. from Cooper Land. She probably made those signs, didn't she? She, probably, she seems like the type. <laughs> Heather with the fucking crafts. Yeah, put your markers away, Heather. We get it. 35. Understand. <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. So, it's got nothing no. to do with time travel, but. 
Now it's probably good that Heather was here. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been a fisticuff. That would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been so awkward. It would have been cool yeah. to me. In, in part three of time travel, we talk about Cooper Landing <laughs> being an asshole. In a, in in the many world universe, God, Heather and Dustin both grew up in Cooper Landing. Well, well we do think her kids were abducted by aliens. Well, at least one. So there you go. Oh, really? It all ties together in some weird shape or form. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's the end, guys. If <laughs> if I don't close this episode off. It's gonna be like a Ouija board and it's gonna come back to haunt me forever. So <laughs> I need to say goodbye <laughs> to this conversation. Uh Dustin, I appreciate you coming on for these episodes. We'll have you back on at some point for sure. You know, whenever you want to come out and talk about it was a lot of fun. We'll talk about demons one time. That's why it's fun. Uh, I can those. be much more skeptical on demons. Yeah, yeah and I cannot no be. So <laughs> it's, yeah. So it'd be me yelling at you guys for like an hour and a half and you don't fucking get it, all right? <laughs> Listen here, yeah. man. So I'm actually putting together uh, an episode on because we always argue about like witchcraft and you're like it's it's fine to be white witches and I think it's fine to do whatever you want like if that's what you believe do that but I think using the occult can cause issues in your life for shit and so I'm doing it like when uh, witchcraft goes goes wrong or something like that like where it's just people posting stories about people in their families that were members of the occult or did like witchcraft practices where it really fucked up we we talk about demons and all kinds of shit yeah they're they're mental demons they're yeah. not real yeah those are the ones. You know, the ones that live in your head. That's what these people are <laughs> oh, terrified Oh, I got of. those. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah we all carry that baggage, unfortunately. But, yeah, anyway, that's uh, we'll have you on to talk about some other bullshit. Hell sure, yeah. At some point. But, again, you can shout out your podcast before I give in the socials on ours real quick. Christian yeah. has to go to the bathroom again. I can see it. <laughs> I got a podcast called Culture Jacked. Uh, it's at Culture Jacked on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, places you find podcasts, Spotify, Facebook. Where'd you find, Audible, your, where'd you find your co-host? Tell us a little bit about how you guys met. Uh, I knew this man from when I was a child. And he was a man? That's kind of weird. He was a man-child. Oh, okay, yeah, that still is. Benjamin but, Button. <laughs> he's yeah. a good guy. His name's Anthony. We do a bunch of like individual podcasts, like I said, because you know we're not uh, around each other anymore. Yeah. And so we're putting out like four or five podcasts a week, and it's a lot. It's maybe too much. Um but it's easier to do when you're just by yourself. You don't have to organize anyone else's schedule as well. True. He's a good guy. He, he's I, speaking of NFTs, stuff like that. He was talking about the metaverse the other day on on his side of the podcast and whatnot. And nice. And I get into more artsy stuff, like you know where stories come from and and thematic elements from stories of the past and how they influence stories today and shit like that. So, uh, yeah, we're we're on those podcasting platforms and the social medias and. Uh, I'm going to have these guys on my podcast, so come listen to that episode. Yeah, we That's going to be a good be one. There. Yeah. Might it might there. already yeah. be there. Well, it's going to take a few minutes. we got to go to Cooper Landing, yeah. where Dustin lives. But slow down <laughs> when you go through there, will you? Yeah, really slow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be condescended to. Yeah, yeah well, you're going to get it anyway, yeah, even if just, you're going the right speed. That, when, they, when they lecture you like that, you just want to go faster. To prove you really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that works out. <laughs> go faster. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> do buy a Ouija board. I would ask Christian if he has any final thoughts on this episode but i'm i'm actually very convinced that nobody wants to hear that shit i think they're ready i think they're ready for it to be over like scott we used to like long episodes now we like shorter ones let me turn that around have a wonderful weekend everybody there you go and if we didn't touch on your favorite part of time travel theories please feel free to reach out and say hey guys in the three and a half minutes you talk time travel you didn't touch on this Actually, maybe we'll do part three. How's that? You guys want... Do you want some more? No. no. <laughs> We're like, stop, stop, please. 
No. That's the end of it. Uh, Dustin, we'll see you again sometime. Christian, unfortunately, I get to look at you every episode we do. Good night, everybody. Oh, have a great Friday. Have a great Friday. It's coming. It's right around the corner. You're still going. You can kiss it. <laughs> still can't shut it down. Stick your tongue out. You can taste it. It's Friday, buddy. Okay. Hang in there. <laughs> this concludes the ASMR section of our podcast. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. these youtubers that bought bitcoin when it was three cents you know and now they're like i had a hundred thousand bitcoin guys i don't now i'm a fucking billionaire i don't know what to do i wear jorts and i have a 77 million dollar plane like weird sky has an nft what kind of nft do you i have multiple what's your favorite oh i i don't i don't i haven't buy them i created them oh yeah i created NFTs. unlike open sea is that where you went to no that's too the, the eth gas fees on that shit was too i wanted to because it's very popular but sure, sure, sure. so i'm on uh soul sea right now which is solana's okay what what's your is it like this kind of stuff mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little more creative my my shit is pretty you have pretty a whack. fully immersive vr experience of just <laughs> yeah. like a dong yeah. having I wanted, sex with I, an ear i wanted to be part of that world that you know that part um, of your exactly life. i saw the youths doing it and i was like oh, i want a part of that and it was so confusing that i told myself I'm like you have to figure out how to mint an nft otherwise you're behind technology you're already. Get left behind man. yeah you're gonna turn into the next generation and you want to be ahead of this shit 
digital so, glizzies everywhere. Yeah. But not a Scott to be found. <laughs> I'm going to make a, a hot dog NFT. It just circles. It'll be 3D and it'll just be called Glizzy. That glizzy dog. I'm I'm convinced that a lot of that stuff is just the way for millionaires to launder money. Like just it's gonna it's gonna turn into that for sure. Yeah, but it just feels like I yeah I'll give you I'll give you ten million dollars for this this square with a line through it. This the is pixel art. Yeah. This is beautiful. <laughs> I did this in paint. <laughs> yeah, one of one of the actually the first collection that I made was pixel art, and I did it because I'm like. I saw, I saw an article where I think it's the crypto punks or something, right? And I well, for sure, Justin Bieber just bought like a board eight, a board ape for three point something million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Board, board, like from the board ape yacht. Oh, club. board ape. Yeah. Yeah. You saw Jimmy Fallon and Paris Hilton do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, every celebrity and their mom now has a board ape, you know. But like these every things, day I read about a new one. These things are crazy fucking expensive, right? Yeah, and they're not that impressive. Well, that's the, I think the art, the art is, it's a good style, but it's really just someone that knows how to draw that's on their iPad. Yeah. And I, I found a generator that is like, you have to do a lot of coding and stuff, but pretty much you design and Photoshop these layers. And so I have a body, I have a bunch of different mouths, a bunch of different eyes, a bunch of different whiskers and shit like that. Obviously it's a cat. You've got the picture. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what, what I did was uh, like, you do this coding and... um and you can mint an, an, like a collection of like 10,000 because the, the code itself that you're making takes these different layers and randomizes it and gives you as many numbers as you have. So if you had 10 eyes, 10 noses, 10 ears, 10 bodies, whatever, you could get 10,000 unique different um, variations of this thing. And you don't have to sit there and design it forever, right? Because 10,000 would take you forever. So I did that and I made one that was like 2,500 of what I was calling. And I'll probably bleep this out of the podcast. But what I'm calling, okay, and it's essentially just a very on brand for this, this know, show, though. I know, right? It's just a with a tip, right? And so it's a bunch of different variations of this thing. Made 2,500 of them, and I was like, "Well, I can't wait to become a millionaire off of this," which is obviously going to happen because I never hop in too late and catch the end of, you know, hype cycles, <laughs> right? Um, but then I I sat there and I was like, "Let's see, if I had 2,500 of these." Let's say on Solana, it takes you $12 to mint an NFT, <laughs> which is cheap compared to Ethereum where you'd be spending like you know, 100 bucks in gas fees alone. Uh, so you're anywhere from like five to 10 bucks for an NFT on Solana. If I had 2,500 of that, I'm not very professional, Christian. If I had, <laughs> if I had 25, if I multiply that by $2,500, I'd be spending like 10 grand to mint this collection. God damn. And I was like, Mm, I don't know if I have that kind of money to mint right. a collection of NFTs that are probably not going to be seen by anyone on the planet and definitely not celebrities that'll pay millions of dollars for them. But I was like, I'll, I'll bump this down a little bit. And so I, I think I got it down to like 250 or something. Actually, it's cheaper than it's even cheaper than that because even 250 would come out to like maybe two and a half Solana, which is maybe a dollar a piece or something. So I did that. And then I have a collection of 15 watch that are pixel art. Okay. And I just made like 15 of those. I was like, I'm going to put these on Solana too. <laughs> and the first thing I made, and I did it just because I wanted to see if I could mint something, was I made an animated, an animated gif of a piece of broccoli with sad eyes crying. Classic stuff for your first. You're like, oh, and I set it to four and a half Solana, which is like five, just under 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to put this up here, but who wants my sad broccoli? 
It's a one-on-one, though. Yeah, one-on-one. That's exactly what I said in the description, too. I'm like, there ain't 10,000 of these things. Yeah. One broccoli. <laughs> one sad broccoli. All you need is one broccoli to take off, be passed around by these movie stars and these uh, right. pop culture icons. And I'm going to DM it over to like Brad Pitt and be like, hey, everyone's getting those those apes, man. You see this broccoli? <laughs> Got your eyes on this broccoli bread? <laughs> <laughs> it's right in your grill. Oh. I, I was I when I heard of NFTs, like my first inclination was like, I want to make one of these too. Mm. I did not research it and and learn how to do it and do it. It's, it's um, a lot. It's hard. I hate it. But I, I couldn't figure it out. I tried it. What I was thinking though is like the uh, aforementioned book that he told me that I'm I'm trying to write. Mm. Uh if I did like a reading of that and then and then made that an nft and minted i don't know 10 or 20 of them mm -hmm. like would that is that a thing that i could yeah. do yeah because I, I thought about doing it for like episodes of like make a special episode that's only available as an nft and you can add like, like prizes and shit in there so like it, you get the nft dude, you get a guest spot on freaky yeah. any anything is literally possible with these it's understanding it or finding a way to grasp that information and how to bring that to reality or to your reality. For me, it's hard for like the next generation under us, super easy. Right. Like they get it because they're just like familiar with this type of shit. Like I haven't coded anything since fucking MySpace. You right. know, like I don't understand how things have advanced or how easy this is supposed to be. Because people are like, oh, you gotta do is this and you bring it over here and you put that up there. It took me two whole days of watching one 20 minute YouTube video to actually get to the point on the test net where everything went the way it's supposed to. I haven't released the Oh no. It's not out yet. Like oh, it's, shit. so I, I don't even, I may not be able to even figure out how to put it on the main net, which is where people can buy it. And there's a, a pre-sale where you can have people like kind of bid on it before it even goes live. <sighs> like there's a lot of shit that goes into this stuff that goes right over my head. People are like, oh, well have you considered doing this or this or this? I'm like, <laughs> none of that. Not even once. <laughs> No, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was just like getting to the point where like, oh, I'm getting uh, getting to understand cryptos and now got mm -hmm. NFTs and I'm like, oh, shit. But if it's anything like everything else I've done in my life, I hopped in at the very top. So right. it'll be downhill from here. That's I they, they say buy it to buy it to high, <laughs> sell it to low. Yeah, right? buy high, sell low. I bought a lot of cryptos at the high point, but then, then they <clears> dropped <throat> and I bought a lot more at the low point mm. or lower point. So yeah. what, that's what they call dollar cost averaging down, right? That is. Yeah. Yeah. Look, See, at, look at this guy. Look, man. I, yeah, I, read, a, a I read a Reddit <laughs> forum <laughs> once or twice. Yeah. We Wall, could probably make a, a wildly popular crypto podcast if you guys want to start a, a side project. I'm down. I'll be here next year, yeah. too. Same time. <laughs> <There you laughs> same <go>. time. Episode <laughs> two, 2023. If all that weird shit in the last part of this episode doesn't come true. There's a piece of merchandise that I'm waiting on. Uh, what is that? So many, many episodes ago, uh, probably close to near the beginning of your podcast, hmm. I don't remember what y'all were talking about, something about walking around in the woods, uh, being protected, and there was uh, a, a duality of Scott, hmm. and it was Scott with a machete, and it was Scott with a cell phone. Yeah, and I'm waiting to I'm waiting for that An action figure. Well, no, a shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'd like I'd like to be Team Scott with a machete. There you go. And then other people yeah. can buy you know Team Scott with a cell phone if they want. So that's, that's the true. one I'm waiting for. Yeah, yeah, I could I could work in I could work on that. Yeah. People would be like, that's a that's a callback. That's a, but I do remember that conversation. That's a very specific, very vividly yeah. uh, moment. But <laughs> you you guys argued about it for yeah. a good couple minutes, and that's, so I thought that's the way this works. That's <laughs> the one I need. It's the one I need in my life. Yeah. Yeah, we'll make that happen at some point. I'd like to get an action figure. Uh, Tony from The Confessional just got an action figure made for him. And that is the dopest thing I've ever seen. He looks jacked as hell as that thing, too. Like, yeah, I'm ready for it. I don't need to work out. Just make an action figure. I mean, <laughs> make sure he's just... 
fucking built, you know? Uh, I want my action figure. I want a bionic knee. Yeah. That's what we'll do with your action figure. <laughs> All action figures have is bionic knees. That's it. That's true. Yeah, but I want it to be like metal. I want to look like a Terminator. I'll just step on skulls. Wow. Well, we know where your head's at. So anyway, that's not available in the merch store, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Check out the new shit, though. <laughs> yeah. 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 Check out the new shit. No, Dustin didn't say where we can find him. Oh, his podcast. oh shit oh, that's right. i got a yeah, podcast uh it's culture jacked and it's on you know all your podcast streamers and then we're on you know the other social media stuff yeah. as well what and, do you talk about oh shit uh christian described it as stuff that jacked your culture is that accurate? it is i think i think it is stuff that ga jack gacks your culture <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a different show yeah <laughs> Uh, we just got demonetized uh, for Dustin's X-rated stuff. Why? Yeah. What so worth, we're not monetized yet. So Listen, it, it's and the time. I'll pay you just to put this episode on without worrying about that. Uh, it. Well, I talk about uh, Marvel movies and comic books and video games. Oh, man, huge stuff going on in the video game industry right now. Like all these acquisitions. Scott, you keeping up with that? Activision, uh, oh, yeah. Microsoft shit, Bungie, yeah. Sony shit. As soon as I, I went out and bought some Microsoft stock, not a not a bunch of it because I'm not rich. You but. did like right after the acquisition. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little late, but also that's a long term. Do you, I don't know. Like I think I think we're gonna be we're gonna have you know the Hulu's and Netflixes of of gaming's. It's just gonna be the PlayStation app. It's gonna be the Xbox app, and it's gonna be on every smart TV. Doesn't that sound that's, amazing though? It does sound amazing, but it's also terrifying because like, you know, the monopoly side of it, Microsoft owns everything and Sony owns everything. All of a sudden they have no competitors. They keep buying up little guys, shutting down studios. I don't want to see that happen because there's a lot of great indie studios out there and whatnot, but it's too late already. It is too late already. But for now we're living in kind of a golden age before they, you know, jack up their prices and are shutting down a bunch of small studios. So I think for the next five, six, ten years, maybe we might have a pretty good time in gaming. But then after that, it's going to be a dark, dismal future. That's where play to earn gaming comes in. You're yep. welcome, future generations. Yep. You're we welcome. did that by buying skin packs and DLC. <laughs> that that was us. Yeah, that was us. Then you realized you didn't need them for Fallout 76. Hmm. I'm so glad I waited on that game. Anyway, that's the kind of shit we talk about. We talk about <laughs> video games and, and movies. Christian and shit. likes doing this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Sidelines. Yeah. yeah. And actually, uh, we are going to be on an episode of your show. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, after this one, we can. We yeah. Can so that'll actually probably release before this one because these are like, I don't know how many episodes you guys have. Yeah. So you guys were on an episode of my, of my podcast in the future. Oh, because right, and that's probably yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to date your episode. I don't want to date my <laughs> episode too much. But there you go. It's yeah. out there. <laughs> We're on each other's podcast now. Yeah. So tune into that one if you guys haven't yeah. checked that out. If as well. you heard those words, just quickly search and you can hear. Yeah, and everything that's not weird sexual <laughs> uh, results is going to be us on that <laughs> or them. Right here. Do you, do you, uh, I, I'm sure you've uh, punched in freaky deaky into the Google once or twice. You I've come done on up Instagram some, enough some to weird see. shit. Yeah. Oh, on Instagram for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, on the real world, there's apparently a, not the show, but in the real world. Why am I saying world so weird? <laughs> world. Yeah. World. Weird, so, weird world. It's geometric. Real you're thinking about world. That's fine. Yeah. Cause there's no such thing. Yeah, exactly. 
um, there is some, there's a music festival called Freaky Deaky. Oh, gotcha. It's like all dubstep and trap and people swinging glow sticks and shit, but. Well, at least that's cool music. What the hell are you talking about? I like glow sticks, man. That's not music. You, can like, you can like glow sticks without. <laughs> you What's know your what? favorite genre of music? If you're, if, if you're in the mood to have glow sticks, whatever music you're listening to is going to sound great. Like eat them? Yeah. No, if you go to a festival where there's you did the stick, fork yeah, motion, you're, you're doing the spoon. I'm motion. doing the spoon. Yeah. I'm eating soup. They're, motion. they're lying. You guys can't see us. I did the right motion. You know what I'm talking about. They're, these two just do not get what I'm laying down. Christian, there's a camera pointing at you right there. I'm also an objective <laughs> source. Like I have no skin in the fight. Are I am. You, you kind you of lied to me and said you were a skeptic and you came in here believing about time travel. No, I do. Yeah. I well. Yeah, they, you got me on that one because I am <laughs> a skeptic. Yeah. Like a lot of your episodes, I'm like, oh, I'm very skeptical, yeah. almost cynical. But then I come in here and you guys are like, let's talk about time travel. I'm like, I believe yeah. in all of it. That's right. That's right. Your boy plans them out pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> I did not want to be, uh, I wasn't going to say tag team. That sounds like <laughs> Double team? Is that better? Yeah. That's not better. <laughs> yeah. You should hold off on the story. I got to pee. Oh my God. Didn't you just do that? Like, yeah, you can read the story. Yeah. Let's get Christian's opinion. Oh, do you know the story? Yeah. He thinks he knows the story. Okay. This is one down. Oh, you don't know the story. I'll I read don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell me the story. I'm waiting with bated breath though. Is he gone? He is. Okay. So we need to add something to the story now that What's he doesn't that? know. I don't know. Just something that like is, uh, believable. That is part of the story that is not part of the story when he gets back and be like, okay, okay. So what's the story about? And that's when the lizard. Okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait a second. What? What just happened? I thought you knew the story, Christian. This is where yeah, the lizard people yeah, step in. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's definite references to reptilians in here, man. Yeah. It's good stuff. The only advertisers I get, or the advertising I get out here is when I go to Starbucks and people see the stickers on my car and they're like, oh, do you have a podcast? And then I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what is it about? I'm like, weird stuff. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I said yesterday. I said, she was like, she was like, oh, do you have like social media or something? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I do. Just, that's hard shit to do. Like advertise your own podcast. I can't because to me this is dumb as hell. It's like I love doing it, but it's I can't be like, hey, listen here, lady. We talk. <laughs> we talk Bigfoot. You want to know the truth? Yeah. That's Log what on. I, that's how I tell. I talk to people. Yeah. Like I'm straight out where you talk about the unexplained. I know most of the listeners come for you, Christian. That's that's literally it. Like this I, is a paranormal podcast where most of the people listen because they're like, yeah, Christian's all right. <laughs> i specifically get people's like i list, have to listen to you at work i can't listen to you on a podcast dude yeah and that I you're understand. like you're like hey man it's only half the podcast is yeah. me listen to the other half yeah. Every, everyone that i've gotten to listen to the show in the past couple months has been from starbucks they've been a starbucks employee oh really that's because i when i'm in the drive-thru the first time there was a lady and she was very excited about it shout out if you're listening to the show you know who you are and the second time <laughs> she's the same one that get the blanket <laughs> she did get a sticker oh yeah. <laughs> You know who you are. You're the one. <laughs> you're the one person that got that blanket. No. I hope it's keeping you warm. Today. The blanket like, went to Texas. She's like, it? "How do you know I work at Starbucks?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Oh my god." We know everything. We have your information. No. <laughs> Sorry, it gets deleted. Don't worry. Um, no. And then yesterday, I went again, expecting the same result, and it was an awkward experience with the same person. No, different person. Okay, different person. But I was expecting the same result. But Einstein told us that's not how that works, son. Mm. I've been lucky when I give away stickers. 
Yeah. I, I, they are good conversation starters. Oh yeah. I'm taking these three if that's all right. You can take the entire stack over there, man. No, I just need three. There you go. They're all different ones. They're really Magic. cool. They are. I'm going to put them on my laptop. And that's good, all good we need. That's how we get marketing done around here. That's right. I am wrong. 